Hey, Flomies, it's time for another edition of the ITF Flowcast. So uh, this week we are going to talk with Christopher James, uh, another longtime Flomie, a wonderful supporter of everything that we do. He's out of uh, Vineyard View, uh, window cleaning out of Napa Valley, California. Uh, just a really super nice guy. He's just one of those guys that kind of just decided this is what he was going to do when he went for it. So we're going to talk about his coming up in the business, his philosophy with window cleaning, uh, his decision to stay small, stay a uh, single person business, uh, but also dealing with all the growth uh, that comes with uh, when you do good quality work, you know, people are going to call. So it's a really enjoyable interview. I know you're going to you're gonna like it. Uh, again, just as we had it with the last uh, uh, Flowcast, we had some uh, audio issues. So I just want to apologize both to you guys and also to Chris uh, for my bad audio. But I assure you, it, this will be the last one that has that because I, I figured out how to fix the problem so it doesn't happen again. But uh, I appreciate your patience. And now let's listen in as we talk to Chris. Hey, Flomies, it's time for another edition of the ITF Flowcast. We are so happy to have Christopher James with us. He has been a wonderful uh, uh, Flomy, been contributing to the group for a while. Uh, he is out of uh, Napa Valley, California. His company is Vineyard View Window Cleaning. And uh, we're so happy to have you on. How are you doing, Chris? I'm doing good. It's a it's, it's a pleasure to be on. I've 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 watched all of your podcasts uh, for about the last three years, and I one day I was going to be on it. I knew one day I was going to be on it. So well, we, here we, I we am. Have, yeah, we have tried. It just hasn't worked out. With you know, we've we've kind of gone back and forth where it worked with your schedule and didn't with mine. And then I'd try it, and we just you know something would come up. So I'm so glad that we finally got yeah. an opportunity to to talk. You're still you're definitely someone who. Um, I've been able to follow. I've been able to see you grow, you know, through inst- through of course um, social media, not in person. Um, but uh, I think you've got a nice little career path that, that's a, a good thing for for people to follow who are maybe just starting out. And that's why we had you on uh, the the most recent uh, into the flow. The uh, I think a couple episodes ago, where we had yeah. the panel of of experts uh, talking about the, the advice to give new business owners and people who want to start up. Uh, window cleaning. So uh, it's, I, I, once we had you on there, I was like, okay, it, it's, it is overdue. We need to have Chris on here so we can oh, yeah. nitty gritty. So uh, first of all, tell us how you got involved. How'd you get started with window cleaning? I got started in window. I got started with window cleaning about 15 years ago. Um, long story short, I was at a, I was working at a grocery store and this guy hopped out of a bus with a five gallon bucket with a wooden pole and a couple of squeegees. And uh, I was outside <laughs> on my break and he said, oh, man, you wouldn't know how much money I made today. And I was like, well, how much did you make? And he said, 500 bucks. And I said, oh, wow, that's cool. I said, that's a lot of money for one day's worth of work. And he said, well, you know, if you quit your job and you come work for me, uh, you can make the same amount of money. So I walked into my job and I quit my job. And, and <laughs> Are you serious? That, that same day? Oh, yeah. And uh, wow. well, my, fir- my first red flag was when he got off the bus. <laughs> And when he, he got off that bus and, uh, I met him at the bus stop the next day, ready to eager to learn. And, uh, he didn't show up. And so the next day he didn't show up. And so with my tail tucked between my legs, I went back into the grocery store and I said, I need my paperwork in. And ever since then, it's kind of been like my redemption story to get back at that guy. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know where he is, what he's doing. <laughs> I have no idea, but it was my redemption story. And uh, you, didn't, you didn't pull a George Costanza and try to walk in there, pretend you didn't quit or pretend you were joking? <laughs> you know what? My, my boss saw the writing on the wall and he said, you know what? I'm not going to. I'm just going to put the paperwork in my, uh, in my desk. And yeah. then uh, my wife and I moved to San Diego and I replied back to a Craigslist ad. And I said, hey, I have no experience. And, uh, you know, that guy was willing to work with me the first couple of weeks. I just worked, you know, with him and he had a van with was himself and another guy. And it just kind of, it all kind of worked out. And, you know, I was the guy that was holding the bottom of the ladder. I was the guy that mm-hmm. running, go get the fresh water, run to the truck, grab the poles. And so, you know, I had to earn my stripes. And then over time, you know, there was no, you know, straight poles. It was straight fan straight from yeah. the get go. And he was just showing me all the little tricks to the trade. And then uh, my wife and I moved up to Northern California and we started having kids. And I said, all right, I need something a little more uh, concrete. Mm-hmm. And then uh, about five and a half years ago, my wife came to me and said, listen, you've been talking about it for so long. Why don't you just do it? And I said, no, I can't. You know, I don't, I don't want to put the family in any kind of jeopardy. 
And uh, we just kind of had an opportunity at that time to get it started. And uh, slowly but surely, we, you know, we got it started, went to Home Depot, and then I got all my equipment. And then I realized real quickly that I needed to upgrade to a little bit more professional equipment. And, you know, so what the next were thing, you using? What's that? What were you using? Was it Home Depot stuff? Well, I, you know, I used the, uh, I think it was the Unger Blue Bucket, and oh. then it was uh, the, the Unger T-Bar and the Scrubber, the blue one. And yeah. then, um, you know, I placed an order with, um, with a company, and I spent my first $100 on, you know, window cleaning equipment. I bought all my equipment. And then slowly what I was doing was just, I would make 100 bucks, I would spend 50 of it on window cleaning equipment, and then, you know, slowly progressed. And then uh, the next thing I know, uh, the power of the social media platforms, mm -hmm. it, 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 it took one person to write a, a nice little blurb about me, two or three sentences long. And the next thing I knew, it was, wow. You know, ring, and I went, oh, okay, so this can actually be something. Right. And, and so the next thing I know, I'm still working 50 hours at my warehouse job. And now I've got this fresh business and then I'm kind of sitting there going, I made in one week what I made in two weeks here. And I said, and you know, it just, it, there was a, there was a week where I, I received a bid. I gave a bid. I won the bid and it was money I've never seen before. And um, I basically looked at my wife and I said, what should I do? And she says, it's go time. And so uh, we, we took the plunge, walked into my, uh, walked in my job and I said, Hey, this is my two weeks and never looked back, never regretted it. I've never even been in that position where I'm like, it'd be so much easier to just go work for somebody. Mm -hmm. I just said, you know what, I'm going to make it work. I need to figure out how to make it work. And you know, I, I'm it's, I, I've called plumbers. How do you advertise? I've called, uh, since we're in wine country, you know, I reach mm -hmm. out to, um, was it plumbers, pool cleaners, you know, cleaning ladies? How did you advertise? How did you? And I, I mean, I picked everybody's brain and then right. I would talk to a bunch of people online and I would just say, Hey, what did you do? How are you so busy? Why am I not busy? And after having just a couple conversations with these guys, I was realizing, Oh, okay. Your social media platforms and your, you know, your little things that, you know, walking down five to the left, five to the right. You know, I would do your house and then I would just go throw business cards on all the neighbors front porches. And then over time we just created postcards that said, Hey, we made your neighbor's view the best view. We could do the same for you. Give us a call. Hmm. And next thing I know, it, it just kept rolling and rolling and rolling. And now I'm, now I'm sitting here going, all right, I'm booked till the end of October. <laughs> okay, so, this is great. So that was 15 years ago? Well, no, the starting starting in the window cleaning business or starting window cleaning was 15 years ago. And then gotcha. we, we just celebrated our fifth year anniversary okay, last so week. That's right. And uh, yeah, so the last five years, it's just been, you know, every opportunity, you know, support, uh, you know, sponsoring the baseball team being in our parades in town and, you know, just anything you could think of, my name was on it. So awesome. my marketing sure. budget in the very first two or three years of this business was almost as much as I was making, but now it's paying, it's paying off. off. Yeah. Those are I, all do no, I do no advertising now and I'm still rocking and rolling and yeah. it's, it's so crazy to me. Yeah. And, and I think that's probably one of the hardest lessons for a small business owner to learn because when we see advertising, we see the number, right? You like $500 to advertise here, you know, $1,000, you know, like, no way, there's no way I can afford that. But, you know, if it's the right Avenue and obviously there are some that are just money pits, right? Oh yeah. <laughs> I don't know times I've been uh, offered to go put a, a, a logo or my my thing on like a golf cart or something it just doesn't work out here it just doesn't but the right you know in a, in a local community paper or like you said to uh, uh sponsoring a, a t-ball or little league team in the area of where you want to work 
Um, just little things like that. Getting on the community, we sponsored a 5K. We well, we did it for a while, and then COVID hit. So we're hoping that they started up again this year, and we we'd love to. But that was great. That was great press, you know, because you're you're showing you're a part of the community. They even let me get up there and say a little few words and just talk oh, about yeah. my business. you know. So that type of stuff is is invaluable because it's showing you're not you don't just view them as um, oh hey you guys are a way for me to make money. You're a part of the community that I want to give back to. And man, there's there's no better there's no better press or advertising than doing that. It's, it's the craziest thing. So if you look at my logo, um, cause I have a, 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 a vine, it's a great vine, mm-hmm. but if you look at it, it's, it's a Y. So the town we live in is called Yontville. Ah. So Yontville, California. And when you look at it, it's more of a Y than it is a, uh, a great tree. Right. Right. And, and so I made sure it predominantly was, like a, a Y for Yontville. And uh, um, yeah, and I got, and, I got to be honest. I, I analyzed your logo a little more than I would most people, because I was trying to figure out, cause when I first thought, like you said, I thought it was a tree and then it was like, wait a second. No, he's got vine in his, his So that's a vine somehow, but I couldn't figure out what the connection was. And I just thought, Oh, it must be like an aesthetic thing. It just kind of looks cool like that, but that makes perfect sense. So it's a Y for your town. So that's yeah, it, you that much more meaningful. Yeah. If you if you look at it, it's a it's a vine for a um because I live in uh, wine country. Yeah. Oh yeah. But, I oh believe me, Napa Valley. Yeah. <laughs> so almost every almost every home has a view of the vineyard. Nice. So that's vineyard view, and so the vine is more of a predominant, it's more of a why than it is a bind, but you look at it and you're like, okay, I get it. And it, it takes people a minute to realize what it is, but being up here in the Valley, everybody get they already, I mean, they look sure, at it and they're sure. like, oh yeah, that's, but yeah. And I mean, the craziest, crazy bit of advice I was given that I, I went in the opposite direction was when I purchased my van in 2020, they were like, no logos, no advertisement. Keep it simple. Keep it. Don't, don't, don't overdo it. And I went, no, that sounds like a horrible idea. I said, that's a moving billboard. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, this is the first thing I'm doing. And I called the sign shop in our and in, in Napa and I said, hey, you know, uh, this is what I kind of I'm looking to do. And I I took it to the shop and he showed me some renderings. And because I didn't want to overdo it. Because I'm pulling up in front of these multi-million dollar homes and I didn't want anything that was like gaudy, gaudy, but I also wanted to be realistic. Mm -hmm. So I put everything, everything I do as far as my business, I put it into perception. So if I roll up in a brand new Ford F-350 with chrome rims and a booming speaker, they're going to know, oh, he's charging me a lot of money because he's got to pay for that. So <laughs> I, pull up, I pull up in a modest vehicle and, you know, in my van and my logoing is very clean, very, you know, it's a white van with matte black uh, signing on it. And it's just very, it lists what I do. It lists the company logo and my phone number and that's it. Right. And I, I reached out to a couple of my customers that have always, you know, have always kind of given me some sort of a business advice because they've had businesses. And, you know, I stopped by their home un- unknownst to them. I, what do you think about the van? Oh man, it looks so great. And I'm like, and I'll tell you now, I spent $1,500 on that. Wow. I don't want to tell you how much money I've made off right. of that advertising, just off the van. Oh, yeah. It's a moving billboard. It is. It, it's the craziest thing I've ever seen. Yeah. And, and you know, it, uh, like you said, I, like I mentioned earlier, I, I know I had a difficult time understanding that, that part of, you know, okay, you've got a route. I'm like, oh, I could pay, you know, 200 bucks and get a nice little sign on, the, on, on each door and it looks nice. And it did. And, and I used yeah. that for a long time. But you put a wrap on there. It is such an attention getting thing. And all the time I'll get a text or a DM from someone on my social media saying, Hey, I saw one of your trucks there. And they send the, they take the picture and they sent it to me. And yeah. that, that, that tells me not only did they see it, 
but it struck them so much that they felt the need to say, oh, hey, there's that truck I see on social media, or that company that I follow on social media. How crazy. I saw the truck. I'm going to go let them know. And so it, there's there's a, an, a, 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 like, a, what's, a, what's the word? Um, an emotional kind of attachment there. there yeah. They're, they're forming, you know, their, their synapses are connecting in a way about my business that it hadn't had before. And that's, that's when, when they think now window cleaning or it's time to get the windows clean. I hope I'm the, my business is the one that pops up. And that's the, that's the, really the goal of all that. You know, it's not necessarily, Oh, every single person who sees my truck is going to call me and, and, and yeah. look up. I mean, it's just, it's, it's part, like you said, it's a billboard just to be a reminder that I'm here and when they're ready to have their windows clean. And I'll, and I'll, I'll tell you a quick, funny story. I was out to dinner. Um, I met one of my, one of my friends at one of our local restaurants and, uh, I'm in, I'm in front of the van, I'm behind the van, you know, beautiful van and beautiful logoing. And, uh, we're just standing there. We're talking as we're saying goodbye and a lady pulls up and she goes, Oh my God, I've seen your van throughout Napa. I've seen your van in Yonville. I've seen your van, even in St. Helena. And she goes, and I now finally get to take a photo of your van so I can call you. Ah. Uh. And I said, I said, better than that, why don't I give you a business card? Handed her three business cards. Next thing you know, she calls me and says, hey, you know, I'd like to get my windows clean. I'd like an estimate. Sure, not a problem. Get out there, do the estimate. She goes, great. Thank you so much. She goes, let's get it. Put it on the calendar. I'm there. I do the windows. And she goes, and her husband, while I'm there, her husband goes, you know, my wife has talked about your van so much. She goes, she (laughs) sees you everywhere. Now that she's finally met you. He goes, um, when you're done here, do you have enough time to go uh, grab me an estimate for my, my property over in St. Helena? And I said, oh, well, I couldn't do it today, but I can definitely do it sometime this week. He said, great, not a problem. I get there, 1,100 windows. Whoa. So it's a, it's a commercial, it's a one-story commercial building. And uh, I, I, I was like, oh, yeah, absolutely. And so, you know. <laughs> And it was the craziest thing. And that 1,100 windows not only paid for the van, but it paid for everything else. And it's like, 100%. Why would yep. I not want to advertise? Why would I not want to be out in front of people? Why would I not want to be, not yep. the topic of conversation, but why would I not want to be your, your, your you, you, when you think of a window cleaning, hey, I saw that van, you know, mm-hmm. and, you know, but now I've realized that being in the van and the moving billboard, I've also realized that, uh, my phone number is on there, so there's no cutting anybody off. There's no speeding. There's no nothing. Oh, that has Don't... been the hardest thing for me. Uh, not not so much like cutting people off, but definitely the speed limit, or yeah. or being tempted to run. You know, it's yellow and shit, and you're like, ah, oh, somebody's there. You know, and just like you say, just being cognizant of, oh, not only am I, uh, um, you know, driving around in public and people are seeing me. But if I'm in a hurry, that's too bad. But <laughs> oh know? yeah, you're just you gotta you yeah you gotta stop at those yellows. When yeah. You, oh. When you and, when you see that 45 miles an hour, you gotta mm-hmm. go that 45 miles an hour because mm-hmm. you will. But I mean, I I I sit back and I I I spend too much time cleaning that van. I spend too much time making sure it looks pretty. I have spent. You know, before California was in its drought, my, my van mm-hmm. was getting washed every Friday. Wow. That's, that's pretty Everything was getting pulled out. Everything was getting wiped down. Everything was getting put back in. Interior was getting clean and the outside was getting washed. Wow. And the, yeah. And then I got too. I and mean, then it got to the point where I got too busy and I said, you know what? I'm just thankful I have a white van. I'll, I'll wash it when I can. So, mm-hmm. yeah. But yeah, that's, that's my, that's my story. Yeah, very cool. Well, I know you're at the point now where you are, you're trying, and I've talked about this on, on the, the Flowcast before. Um, well, I, it's always at the point that I call you're, you're trying to decide whether you want to bust through the wall or not. So you're, you're at the point where you, you could hire, you've got the work uh, uh, to, to hire. You, you're, you, you had mentioned before the interview that you were getting into coming up on your slow season. So it may not be prudent to hire now, but they're soon down the time or down the line, you're going to be in a position where you might want to hire. So um, let's talk a little bit about that. What are your, some of your concerns about hiring? What's some of your, 
your, uh, um, you know, roadblocks or things that you're trying to anticipate to make sure when you finally do it, it's going to work out for you? I want to make sure. So my biggest concern is the, the financial part of it is the how much upfront and how much is it going to cost me weekly, biweekly, monthly, quarterly and tax purposes? What is it going to cost me? What is it going to look like? Right. Ultimately, my goal would always to be I've always been in the in the mindset of it would be great to have another truck or it'd be great to have somebody riding next to me. I don't know if I could take myself off the glass to do the interior or to do, to do the office side of it, to go out and do the estimates. Mm. My biggest concern right now is a going into the slow season, you know, California, when it does rain, um, we are picking up, you know, rain gutter cleaning. I do a bunch of HOAs. So it's kind of just figuring out the best path to go through it. And it's also keeping in mind, you know, COVID, you know, my, my mindset was in 2020, we got a, I've got a hire COVID sets in and I go, okay, hiring is not the place. I can't hire anybody. I don't know what tomorrow's going to bring. Mm-hmm. And then 2021 hit and I said, okay, this is a good possibility. We could potentially hire somebody. And then I was like, you know what? No, we're not going to do it because people are still on the fences. I'm not getting the same amount of phone calls as I was getting in, in 19. And then 2022 hit and I said, okay, this is the year I'm going to do my research. So I started doing my research, started pulling up the calculator you know, what would it cost me? What would it mean? What would I have to do? Would I have to increase prices on my current customers? If I'm not raising the prices on the current customers, where am I going to go financially as far as where am I going to get that money from? And, uh, you know, I also don't believe in, I do believe in price cre- price increases, but I don't believe in raising them, you know, $250 more than what they're already paying. So it's just kind of figuring it out. <clears throat> But then I have this, this one-off dream that one day, you know, I've got three kids. There's nothing better than free labor from my kids. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, we're, we're trying to get, if, if, you, if you asked me five years <laughs> ago, would, would you want to work with your wife? I'd have told you, no, I don't want to work with my wife. I want, I want her to do her job. I want me to do my job. I want to come home and I want to have this happy Mm-hmm. Happy marriage. And then uh, I ran into a position about six months ago. I asked my wife, I said, listen, I'm in a position. I need you to help me with some estimates. Wife walked out there, did three or four estimates for me. Landed each and every single one of them. Nice. Before I even said anything to her, I just said, whatever you told them the price was, I'm going to honor it, no matter if it's a dollar or $5,000. <laughs> I pulled up onto the property and I texted her and I said, how much was this one again? And she told me, and I said, well, plan on quitting your job and coming to work with me. And, uh, (laughs) you know, that, that has been, that has been my, my thought, having her do the estimates, having her do the billing, having her do all that stuff. Mm -hmm. Cause I'll be honest with you. If she took that aspect of the business from, Oh yeah. 100%. I I could, I could work all it's not a problem. And yeah. you know what, what gets me is this, you know, I'm in the middle of something. I've got the water fed going and I'm, I'm, I'm in the middle of something and in the headphones, ring, it goes ring, 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 yep. ring, ring, <laughs> ring. And I'm going, you know, the, the business Chris says, I've got to answer this phone right now. Right. But I've also got to be respectful to the client and customer's house that I'm at right there. So, you know what? Mm-hmm. When I have a chance, I'll put the water fed down, walk to the truck, grab a sip of water, and I'll give him your call back. Mm-hmm. And I just figured what would be easier, you know, give everything to my wife, and then I just go out there and be the face of the company. Mm-hmm. So that that's a that's a thought that I've been having. Uh, my oldest daughter's twelve, so you know, I, I feel like she can go out to a few jobs with me. Nothing too crazy, nothing too serious. You know, mm-hmm. I do bring them. I bring my oldest, I bring my, uh, my 12 year old Layla and my 10 year old Patton. I bring them to my commercials on Sundays, you know, something where it's like 10, 15 windows mm-hmm. outside only. Um, but I don't know. It, it's, it's the constant, 
it's the constant fear of not knowing what tomorrow's going to bring. Mm-hmm. And that's where I don't want to jeopardize somebody else's uh, life based on what I can't predict tomorrow. And uh, <clears throat> like I was saying earlier, when I, when I reached out to these plumbers and to everybody, there's a plumbing company here in, in the Valley that are uh, very well respected, very well branded, very, you know, you, you see their trucks and you're like, there's no way that's a plumber. Mm-hmm. That's not a, plumber. Right, that's right. not, you're, that's not a plumber. You're <laughs> you, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm serious. You're, you're like, is that a plumber? That is a plumber. Um, and I was having a conversation with him about three years ago and he has 28 employees. Um, he's got an office crew. He's got like mm-hmm. eight people in the office and 21, 28 guys out on the field. So he's got about 36 people. And right. one of his biggest things was, is he goes, you know what? And I, I've, I've asked him so many questions. I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll get a question in my head and I'll try and answer it myself. And he's always said, reach out and call me. And he goes, my one bit of advice to you when it comes to hiring, he said, you're hiring a personality, you're hiring habits, you're hiring family, you're hiring, you're, you're, you're hiring, you know, if I hire somebody, bring them on. And then tomorrow I've got this big art gallery that's going to take 16 man hours and I've only got one day to do it. Yeah. And this person goes out tonight and has a few, few too many (laughs) and they don't wake up on time tomorrow. Well, now that puts me in a position Mm -hmm. and it's like, do I want to put myself in those positions or do I want to tell the customer, Hey, it's a two day project. You know, I'll do the interior one day and I'll do the exterior the other day. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and, uh, you know, having this conversation with the guy, he said, to be hundred percent honest with you, he goes, I'd love to be solo in my truck again. Mm-hmm. He goes, I'd love to be a small operation. It's just me. It's just my iPad. It's just my clipboard. And so, you know, and then I talked to other people and they're like, oh, having employees are great. You know, I'm out here doing the estimates, the follow-ups, the, you know, the check-ins and I'm meeting with so-and-so. Yeah. And I'm like, I want the best of both worlds. But at the same time, I'm sitting there going. Well, but you can, you can find a hybrid. I mean, there, there is a hybrid situation. Now, uh, just a couple, a couple things to talk about what you point. I loved working with my wife. Now we did we did in the beginning and that was a little rough, but it was also because she wasn't a hundred percent sure she wanted to do it. So she went, she was uh, administrative assistant by you know experience. So she went and did a lot of office jobs. She got one one job where you just really had had it, you know, just a lot of politics and she was being mistreated. And I was I was ready to go in there and and you know talk to some people. And she was just like, oh, I just wish I could quit and come work for you. And I said, well, why couldn't you? And she's like, well, because we had insurance to them and, you know, we had, yeah. what about the benefits? I was like, so what? You come work we'll for me. We'll figure it out. Yeah. I mean, you'll make more money with me than you will over there. And we can, you know, we can try and get some, our own insurance, you know, which is what we ended up doing. But that second time it, it was, we loved it. We were such a good team because she's a hard worker. She was really good with windows. It was never an issue of her not being able to clean well. And the only thing that, that made us stop was she started getting some arthritis pains in her, in her hands and in her, in her arms. So, you know, we decided to move her to the office. But, um, no, I, you know, I mean, obviously you got to have a good relationship. <laughs> yeah. You're going to have your bad days because you're, you're a couple and you're around each other all the time and, and this is going to happen. But if you have a good relationship, I mean, oh, I, I really miss all that time that we spent together doing something together as a team, you know, being there for each other and already knowing yeah. what the person was thinking. And you didn't have to, you didn't have to do so much verbal communication. We could look at each other and know what we were, what we we're going to do next. I mean, yeah. you can't replace that. We were so efficient when we worked together. So I, I do miss that. The, um, the, on top of that, they were, what you're saying about the insurance mm-hmm. is <clears throat> my wife has a great job. Mm-hmm. And in my mind, I say, you can't leave that job. Mm-hmm. That this job is great. Benefits, 401k, mm-hmm. they match and, you know, potential of moving up. And I'm sitting there going in, in my selfish way, come work with me, come work with me. It's so much easier take all the stress away from me. But then we lose insurance and we lose that 401k. 
and then we lose all those little benefits. Well, yeah, you, you, you don't have to lose your 401k though. Um, you know, you can set it up for your business to to pay that, well, and then it feeds into it. She's not in a 401k. She's in a CalPERS. She's a state employee. Oh, I got employee. you. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, and um, you know, I, I think I think about it, and I go in my own selfish way. It'd be great. But in reality, like reality hits and it's like, no, there's no way you leave that job. There's yeah. no way that you, you know, I mean, her but, benefits are but amazing. Even, even if she doesn't, even if she, if you guys decide the best thing for your family is here to, is for her to stay in her current job. I can't sing enough praises for the, the hire of an office assistant or an office manager. Um, you, you had mentioned earlier about, you know, oh, yeah, you're working and your phone rings and you're trying to balance. Well, do I get this job done or do I do the good customer service and take this call? You know, and, and I've had conversations because that was one that was one of the I first hired a tech pulled back. The second hire I did was with uh, office assistant. And it was for that same reason. I I could not I literally could not finish a house because I get off the phone scheduling, hang up, do a window and then my phone ring again. And then I was on the phone again for 10 minutes talking to the customer. Yeah. And, or if they were really friendly customer, I was on the phone for 15, 20 minutes. Just oh, yeah. So um, that was when I, I recognized that this was a high and, and people are like, well, yeah, but that's not a position that makes you money. And I said, oh, contraire, <laughs> it makes you a lot of money because one is taking, like you said, it's taking the stress off of your shoulders. So what does that mean? Well, it means you're going to be more refreshed for helping the customer, which means you're going to give better customer service, which means you're going to be in a position to, to have that callback, you know, a better position. Obviously you do good work regardless. Um, but you, you know, you're, you're now kind of in your prime to be able to help that customer. But two, there is something to be said about answering the call, you know, with when they, when they call, because if you, if they leave a message, and you have to call back at the end of your day. Your, how many? What percentage of those jobs are you going to lose simply because they went? They just went down to the next name on the list on the on the Google search, you know. And and you lost that customer because you called them like, oh, thank you for calling back, but no, we already got somebody. Thank you so much. You get those now because you have an office. You have a, a person on the phone, you know. It. Our, I don't know if our I don't know if my situation is different up here. I don't know. I know a lot of the local window cleaners. Mm -hmm. Um. <clears throat> I, out of the four or five in, in the city, I know two of them, three of them. Mm -hmm. And uh, I don't know if it's, if I, I, if I feel fulfilled this niche that the customer is looking for, sure. but I give them an experience yes. that I don't know if those other window cleaners in town are giving them. And you know, what I do put on my voicemail <clears throat> is the, hey, you've reached Chris with any of your window cleaning, so I wasn't able to answer your call. Um, if you leave me a message and, or leave me a brief message, um, I'll get back to you as soon as possible. I'm potentially on a roof cleaning some solar panels at the moment. You know, a yeah. little bit of humor. And, uh, you know, every I would say probably I'd say almost about 90% of the time they're like, don't flip and fall. Hey, right, this right. is Chris with over at, you know, Mulberry Street. Give me a call when you're off the roof. And yeah, yeah. You, you know, and, and and that's how I started it is, you know, the little sense of humor. Mm -hmm. They think it's funny. I'll wait a few. I'll wait an hour before I call this guy. Mm -hmm. But what I've also said at the end of that voicemail is say, hey, please feel free to send me a text um, and I'll get back to you as soon as possible. Mm -hmm. And I would say out of maybe the four to six phone calls I get a day. As soon as they hang up, they don't even leave a message. They text me, "Hey, this mm -hmm. is Gabe. You know, I'm looking to get an estimate on my windows." And so, yeah, and and I'm not and I'm not saying that you you would lose like your current yeah. customers or you would or you would lose everyone. I it, I think there's like there's that there's that line that you you know when you're on this side, you you can get away with it and it's not that big of a deal. Then there crosses over where you're in in the growth mode, and now you're now you're advertising more. You know, now you're, you're reaching new customers and it's those new customers who are calling that those are the ones where you lose. And that's where it's really important to have the office staff because yeah. they, they know you from, from, you know, from anybody. They, they just know you're, you're, they saw your name either on an advertising you did, or they were referred to you or yeah, they were referred to you through, like through Facebook or next door or whatever. They called to give you a chance. And if you don't, if you're not there, if, then you yeah. don't close. 
So if if you're not quite there yet, then it's not. It's I wouldn't recommend doing it because it is an it is an expense. Um, yeah. However, there are other things that you can have them do, and I think that's something that I didn't expect to have, uh, which like making cold calls, calling property managers, um, posting in social media for you, you know, yeah. um, doing stuff like that. So there's always something you can have them do that can help the 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 business, um, but you, there is a line where you you're at the threshold of it before it's really worth making that investment and then hiring someone, you know? And I think, I think the only way I'm going to be able to do it is just, you know, ripping the bandaid off and just doing it. And then, you know, going from there and also giving it a trial run. And, you know, I'm, you know, there's, there's days where I'm like, Oh, I don't need, I don't need to hire anybody. I got this. And then there's days like tomorrow, which I can already predict it's supposed to be 93, 94 here tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, and there's about 60 skylights. Yeah. Um, there's a, um, there's a uh, sunroom. And, uh, and I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to be probably, I'd say about one in the afternoon. I'm just going to go, Oh my God, it would be so much better if I had somebody here. Right. And then my Thursday you know, I have three homes on Thursday and I'm going to go, I don't need anybody. And so it's like, it's finding that, that happy medium that's not going to jeopardize my business. It's not going to jeopardize somebody else. Mm-hmm. And it's just finding that happy medium. And do I have the business to support it? Sure, I do. I mean, I'm a solo operation. I'm booked mm-hmm. until the end of October, not bragging. Those are two to three homes a day. But it's also what I was saying earlier is I've done my best to educate my customer. Like I was saying earlier, when I left today's house, I already had them for December. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I already have, you know, the house I did yesterday, I already have them for January. Yeah. And, and it's not even me saying it to them. It's me kind of like insinuating you know, I'm not like, hey, Gabe, we should really be out here on, you know, on, in January. I'm like, hey, I'll, uh, you know, I'll see you the next time you call, you know, just let me know when you're ready to book and uh, we can put it on the calendar. And they're yep. like, oh, do you have your calendar on you now? And I'm like, I, I sure do. And the next mm-hmm. thing you know, they're booking for January or they're booking for February. Yeah. And I have 10 customers and I know all 10 of them by name that in January, when I go to do their windows, they will book January, mm-hmm. April, August, mm-hmm. or, you know, whatever. They'll book the four months they'll, mm-hmm. or every three months. And I'm like, oh, this, guar- this guarantees you a spot. This guarantees mm-hmm. you, you know, just for example, today I had a customer text me and say, hey, I'm having a Halloween party on October 30, uh, October 31st. Can they be out here October 30th? I looked at the calendar and I said, sure, I can be there at the end of the day. And she was like, oh, wow, you're booked out that far. And I go, yeah, I I am. And she goes, oh, I'm so thankful I was able to get in there. And I said, hey, I'll always make it work. And she was like, I know you will. Thank you so much. I'll see you on the 30th. And it's just like, you know, finding that happy medium. It's it's making the right decision for myself, but it's also making the right decision for my family, Mm -hmm. making the right decision for the business. It's making the right decision for somebody else as well. And it's, you know, it's, I'm, at, I'm at that impasse where I'm going, it really would, yeah. be, it really would be beneficial. But then, you know, <laughs> when California rains, you know, the window cleaning stops. We just had rain two weeks ago. Yeah. For like three or four days after, my phone didn't ring. Because mm-hmm. everybody's looking out their window going, oh, is it going to rain more? And I'm mm-hmm. like... You yeah, know. it's the same thing with Tucson. I mean, it's it's there's if there's a fifteen percent chance of rain in the forecast that week, people are canceling. You know. Oh yeah. It's silly, you know, but that's that's just the mentality. Well, you know, and that was the part that I also learned too was 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 educating them on the okay, it's raining. Oh, what does it mean? I have tried. Oh man, <laughs> I've seen- twenty two years of talking to my customers and telling them. You know, look, it's it's pure water, and when we come, we get the build up off, and and some have come around, you know. And, and I, and, you know, I don't I don't advertise it, but I do guarantee my work. So oh, yeah. if if I convince them 
to wash when it's just sprinkling and then it, they, they aren't happy with it, we'll come back and redo the exterior. It's not a big deal. But that happens so rarely, you know, that happens so rarely because it, it is, it, it is clean. It doesn't, the rain doesn't mess it up. You know, it lasts, it's going to last longer. On the, during the winter, during, I'd say November to March, on the bottom of the invoice where, where I have a little comment section, I just put seven day rain guarantee. Mm, nice. Just, just so they know that like, hey, if you do get the windows done, I'll, I'll be back out. Just give me a call, send me a text, tell me which windows they are. Mm -hmm. And um, I, I talked to, uh, you know, Steve, Steve Richardson, Steve-O? Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. I talk to Steve-O every single day. We, we talk on DMs, we'll text, we'll do whatever. And I'm always throwing ideas at him. I'm always, you know, oh, you should see this. I did this differently. And then two weeks from now, he'll be like, how did it work? And I'm like, oh, I stopped doing it like the third day because it wasn't working. <laughs> and yeah, I, 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 the one thing I've learned in the industry is you don't know if it's going to work until you try it. Yeah. And in every, every market is different. Every business owner has different, you know, situations and different variables that they're, you know, so what may work for one company in the same company or in the same city, I mean, may not work for another company, you know, and so there is so much kind of a, a blind feeling around trying to just make your way. But the thing I, I just tell people is if you're, if you decide you want to try it and you do do it, do it whole sold, just don't, don't do half measures. Because if you do a half measure, you're, you're still kind of, you've got one foot in the boat and one foot, you know, on the, on the pier and eventually some, they're going to separate and you're going to be stuck in the middle. So you've got to just choose and just go for it. And, and like with like the, the, the illustration of busting through the wall, when you're busting through a, a literal brick wall, you're not just going to go right through it. Like the Kool-Aid man, it's going to take some time and you have to on that. So when you, if you decide to hire and you go, you go forward with it, understand there's going to probably be a one to two year period where you may either may make less than you, you make now, or you make the same, but you're working way harder. And, and that's frustrating, but yeah. the goal is the progress at the end, because at the end you either have one or two employees and now your business is waking, making way more per man hour, you know, in, in the business uh, than you were before. And like you said, if you want to take a day off, Hey, guess what? I got two guys working. I can just take myself off the schedule. The business doesn't miss a beat. Uh, I remember yeah. the first time we went to go visit my wife's family in, in Massachusetts and I was going to leave the business in the hands of my employees and the office manager. And it was going to be for a full week. And I had never done that before. I was so just so nervous because before I always had saved up money not only for the trip but then we'd have to save up money for that week of income because obviously yeah. we still have bills right we, and we don't we don't have the the business didn't pay us vacation days and that so that week we we did it it went as smoothly as possible we had an enjoyable trip we got to see family we came back home i didn't have to save any money for for the, we got our paychecks our paycheck still came through yeah. because the business didn't miss beat and yeah, that, that was the first realization of okay i see the benefit now of gearing up and going through all that hassle to get the business in this position. Yeah. And, and I think that's, I think that's what I'm going to have to do eventually is I'm just going to have to kind of just rip the bandaid off and go. And I, I know that I know that I'm going to need, if I do hire, I'm going to need to do it. I'm going to start maybe February mm -hmm. and get that training time in, you know, hey, yeah. part yeah. right now we're going to do part-time, you know, 16, 20 hours a week. And, you know, just get that training in so, you know, we can work February, March, and then April in California, it just, it's full throttle. I mean, you're, you're going nonstop for, you know, until October, until the end of October, right. you're going nonstop. And it's, it, it's so crazy that I need to be strategic Correct. to say, okay. If I'm going to hire, I've got to take the hit in February. I've got to take the hit in March. And then in April, hopefully hopefully we're well-rounded enough that when we start getting into these homes, these, you know, once we start getting into these homes that don't look like your average home, that are custom right. built, that, you know, glass is 40 feet in the air and there's nothing, there's, there's <laughs> nothing there. Yeah. And the home is on pillars and you're looking up going, 
how do you do that? And then you go, <laughs> hello, 40 foot water fed pole. Right. And, you know, it, it's doing that, but I have to be strategic enough to where, you know, at the end of the day, I want longevity for my business. Eventually what I'm trying to create is something for my kids to have. Mm-hmm. And whether, you know, when I, when I go to the next life, my kids can sit there and go, we can sell the business for X amount of dollars, or mm-hmm. we can continue to have these employees work for the business. We'll yeah. continue to generate that income. Or my kids say, I want nothing to do with it. Right. And, and they want to move problem. on and they don't want to worry about it. And, mm-hmm. and, and I'm not going to force any one of my kids into the business, but I'm going to, I'm just trying to create something for them that will be long lasting. So when I'm on to that next life, Mm-hmm. That they have that ability to say, oh, you know, dad's business is worth, you know, $5. We yep. can sell it each and we can all take, you know, a dollar fifty each or, you know, just something like that. And, yeah, you know, you know, I will, my children, my kids will be working with me on their summers. That's, that's the bottom line. I'm, yeah, I'm <laughs> my daughter told, I told her that too. I was like, you know, you can do whatever you want with your life. You're going to learn how to, how to sling a squeegee. You're going to learn oh, how to yeah. squeegee a window properly <laughs> oh yeah and you're I'll, gonna have I'll to tell you, i'll tell you now there's no bigger enjoyment i ever get in my life when i bring out my kids um in fact it was just sunday i was on a i was on a commercial property and uh i asked i said hey you know my kids are gonna stop by is it cool and uh they're like yeah totally do whatever that's fine and uh my daughter my oldest daughter and my youngest son left and they mm. went they went home with their grandma and my, my, my middle son, my 10-year-old, was with me. He's like, Dad, I want to clean windows. And I was like, great. Here's the water-fed pole. This is how we're doing it. This is what we're doing. Next thing you know, I look over there, and I'm like, oh, he's actually grasped the concept wow. of how to clean these. Because he's done it with me before. And I'm like, yeah. and I'm looking at him going, huh, how many, <laughs> how many, how many Robux is this going to cost me? You're right. <laughs> How many robot certificate? <laughs> how much you want an hour? You want ten? You want fifteen? You know, and it's it's something like that, and you know, <laughs> and until I do it, I'll do it. I mean, until then, it's you know, yeah, it's it's a crazy wild ride. And if there's any one thing I it can is. tell anybody in this industry, any advice, any bit of knowledge I can give you is if I can do it. Anybody can do it. <laughs> I didn't go to college. I don't have a degree in anything. I learned. Mm-hmm. I My very first estimate was $90. Oh, man. I was my, there. Mine was $50. <laughs> I was there four hours. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. I had the shop vac through the, through the, through the tracks. I had everything down. I was like, oh, steel wool everything and went over everything five times. And the person's looking at me going, you won't, you'll never be in business. And now, and now that I've learned, you know, now that I've learned the tricks of the trade, now I've learned, you know, my routine and going up and going up to each piece of glass. And my routine is my routine. It's how I do it. It's how I'm going to continue to do it. And I mean, Really, if I can do it, anybody can do it. And that, and I'm, I'm being as honest as I can be is, is if I can do it. I mean, everything was trial and error for me. And I mean, I reached out to so many people in the industry. Yeah. I mean, I can show you text messages from Steve. I can show you text messages from Luke. Mm-hmm. Like I, I was asking these guys all kinds of questions. Yeah. I was reaching out to everybody just going, Hey, how are you so busy in winter? And I'm dead slow. Right. Well, have you advertised? And I'm like, no, why would I advertise? And they're like, well, how are people going to know you're open? And I'll tell you the one thing. There was one piece of advice that I was given in the heart of the pandemic. And it was advice that saved me from going out of business. Mm. And it will forever be cemented in my brain. I don't know. Do you know uh, uh, Mark Reinhardt from A1A Window Cleaning? I, I don't. I don't know him. I, I, oh. I, I know his. I'm familiar with his name, but I, I really haven't followed him or talked to him at any of the conventions or anything. 
he is uh, he's an exterior window cleaning, uh, roof washing, all that good stuff. And uh, I talk to him frequently uh, via just DMs. And in the is March or April is April, and I'm you know I'm I'm dead I'm slow I have no no work I couldn't do anything, and he goes um, do your customers know you're open? And I went no. Yeah. And he goes he goes do you think your customers close down like the flower boutique, and down the street? And I go probably. He goes so why don't you let them know you're open? And I went well what yeah do you mean? yeah. And he was like, don't, he goes, my suggestion is probably not to call them because they're probably going through it. He goes, make a postcard. And I kid you, I went to Staples and I bought the postcards. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We made a very clean format. I went to the post office. I dumped 300 stamps on these little postcards. And I said, you know what? I'm going to do 25 a day. And so for almost two weeks, I was dumping 25 in, 25 in, 25 in, 25 in. And on the back of it had our little protocols. Hey, if you just want the exterior done, let me know. You know, we're doing contactless payments. We're doing all these applications, the Zells, the Venmos. So now my phone started ringing. Mm-hmm. Hey, Chris, you know, we're not on vacation because we can't, obviously. So uh, we just want the outside windows done. But while mm-hmm. you're here, can you pressure wash the house? Can you mm-hmm. clean the rain gutters out? Can you do the solars? Can you pressure wash the driveway? So my ticket sales are my invoice. My invoices were going from $5 for the window cleaning to now my invoice is $25. And so I was like, and so I called him, I called Mark back and I said, dude, you saved me. I go, nobody would have known if I was still open. And it is the craziest thing. And, you know, I like, I tell everybody, everybody that's getting in the industry, have no fear, reach out. You don't need to go on any Facebook forum groups and say, hey, I'm starting out. I'm this, I'm that. Reach out to a window cleaner that's in the industry. And I mean, yeah. I've, I've gotten a couple but, of DMs. I've gotten no, a couple but, of DMs in, in, the, in the past saying, hey, man, you know, I've kind of followed your, I've kind of followed, I've kind of followed you a little bit. You know, how did you get started? And I'll, I'll, I'll send them videos. I'll, 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 hey, this is what I was doing. This yeah. is the website. And the next thing you know, you know, you see them six months later and they're rocking and rolling on a big, beautiful house. And you're like, great, I'm, I'm, I'm glad I could help. So, but, but here, here's the secret with that, because let me tell you, I mean, especially being someone who, you know, I'm not, I'm not famous by any means, but you know, people, I, I'm in a bunch of groups and I'm, I'm visible. I get a ton of DMs. I get a ton of people asking me questions. I, it, when I can give time, I can People like Steve O, people like you, like the ones you mentioned, Luke, they're busy, right? They, oh, they yeah. They're running their business, not to mention all like 10 other things that they're doing. So yeah. it's not like they got free time, but here's the key. Not only did you ask for advice, but you took it and applied it. That's why they keep taking your calls and that's why they keep replying because nothing like, like with myself, when I, when I talk to a, a, a new window cleaner and they're asking advice, I give them the advice. And then I never hear from them again. It's like, all right, well, I mean, it's fine. I, I, I did, I did my part. I, there's something feeling good about helping someone. Yeah. But when they call me back or they message me, hey, I, I did what you told me to do. Man, it worked out so good. I had this. Not see now, that's worth it to me. So that now, I, I love this guy. I love this person. You know, whoever oh, yeah. they need, because not only did they, they ask me for advice and 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 listen to it but they applied it so it's like you know it's just like anything you you put forth effort to help someone all you want to know is that it was worth it you know that's all you want to know and and you don't expect any any monetary income or anything like no. that and some do <laughs> but yeah. I, I don't but but you know if you just know that they listen that they applied it they in other words they valued what you said as opposed to Oh well, thanks for taking all your time. I'm just going to disregard everything you said, or, or I'm I'm lazy to do the work that I just asked for advice on. On you know, I mean, when that happens, that's kind of discouraging, you know. And in fact, I know some window cleaners who are just like, no, I don't respond to any of those anymore because I'm tired of people asking me for advice. I give it to them, and then they pretend like they never heard it. <laughs> you know, well, they keep. I, so it's just it's one of that. That's what's to your credit is you listen to it and then you applied it, and that's probably why you're successful. 
the one one of the things that it changed my life is I was the guy who hated skylights. Mm. Skylights, no. I I would much rather not do your home than touch your one skylight. Mm-hmm. And it was my weirdest thing is I never wanted to touch it because I could never clean one accurately. I could never clean right. one. I've got I've got skylights that are you know thirty feet in the air, and I'm like, I'm, realistically, I'm not getting the ladder up. <laughs> and I watched a I watched a, a Steve Steve-O's video, and he was cleaning skylights, and he had the auxiliary uh, yeah. Exhilarator? No. Accelerator, yeah. Accelerator. Huh? Yeah, Mormon. And I went, I had to, I literally did one of these. <laughs> Is that zero degrees? And he went, yeah. And I was like, I, I got to buy one. Right. I bought it. I'm doing, I literally 60 skylights tomorrow. Looks I don't nice. sweat it anymore. And I was like, how did you do that? Where, where? What what is this thing? You know what is this? What is this unicorn that I've been missing out on my yeah, whole life? Yeah. And that was last year. I've been going four years without knowing that there was something in the industry that was like that. And 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 oh, I'll send him videos of me doing skylights all the time. I'm like do 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 skylights and having fun. And you know he gets a kick out of it. And it, it's so silly because you don't realize that you know I. I look like looking up to you. I look up to you. I look at your business. I watch all of your Instagram. I watch all of your, your, um, uh, Facebook. The mm-hmm. funniest video you've ever done that had me rolling was when you were at the convention last year and you got ripped off <laughs> by and, Joel. I will and, get and, him. I will I, get it back. And I am still protesting that nobody's responded back to any of my emails. <laughs> Um, and the funniest thing was, is you're like, Hey, isn't that, isn't that Jersey? And then you took <laughs> off running the other way. I'll go back to that video every once in a while and just to watch it. And then you get the uh, music in the background yeah. and it's, and it's looking up and it's, you know, it's not to say that, you know, I know how to clean a window, mm-hmm. but Gabe knows how to run a business. <laughs> Gabe's got a crew. Gabe's, you know, why would I not want to reach out to Gabe and say, Hey, how would, how did you do this? What were your thoughts? And you know, it's, it's, yeah. it's I, I could give so much advice to the people in the industry, but I mean, you can learn how to clean a window. You can, mm-hmm. but it's learning how to run a business and running That's a business for it. longevity. Yep. And it's learning that Gabe's been in business for 22 years. Mm-hmm. Gabe's got to be doing something right. So why would I not want to reach out to Gabe and say, Hey, Gabe, you know, I, I know you're busy and, you know, you, you send it in an email. Hey, when you have a chance, could you respond back to these couple of questions I might have? You know, what software do you use and, the, and so on and so forth? And I, I, I've realized that being in this industry, you know, everybody, oh, I'm not going to answer that. But no, you got it. You got to reach out. I have a window cleaner that's probably 100 miles away from me. Mm-hmm. And I was in a position where, you know, they were starting out and they were doing solar panels by hand. Oh, wow. And I said, no, you, you, you can't, you can't do that. Yeah. That's yeah. you're going to die. You're, you're <laughs> going to die. Cause I'll tell you now you get 40 on a hot summer day. Yeah. You're, you're not doing it. And I said, Hey, where are you at? He told me where he was at. And I said, why don't we meet in the middle? I have this old DI setup. It's an old, old Tucker pole, aluminum pole with the brush. And I had, you know, 75 feet of hose and a DI tank. Mm-hmm. And I said, it is yours free of cost. Wow. Take it. You know, and I, was, well, I, was, I wasn't using it anymore. I hadn't used it yeah. in three or four years. And, you know, it had electrical tape around the gooseneck to hold it on. You know, and I said, hey, I'm going to tell you now, it took you four hours to clean, you know, 16, 17, 18 solar panels. This is going to cut it down to about 15, yeah. 30 minutes. And now I watch him on his, on his Instagram videos and he's upgraded the equipment. Sure. And I said, I said, congratulations, man. That's so awesome. Cause he sent a pic or he took a picture of it, posted on his Instagram. And I go, dude, that's so awesome that you're able to get a, a, a kit or you're able to get a setup for you. And uh, he goes, dude, wouldn't have done it. Wouldn't have been able to do it without you. Nice. I and love stories like that. I love it. Yeah, and he and he he still reaches out to me and he goes, "Hey man, you know, I, 
all of my estimates keep getting approved. <laughs> and, and I go, okay, well, where are you at price per window? And he goes, oh, I don't want to tell you. And I'm like, you really think I'm going to drive a hundred miles and steal your business? <laughs> you really think I'm going to go down there and go, oh, hey, I'm going to go do this. And uh, he told me what his price per window was. And I said, raise it, double it. And I guarantee you, you'll still pick it up. And about two weeks later, he calls me back and he goes, dude, you won't believe it. He goes, I've, 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 I've increased my prices. He goes, I didn't double it, but I've increased them. And he goes, I'll tell you what, everybody's still saying, yeah. And I yeah. go, bump it up just a little yeah. bit more. And the next thing you know, guys driving around a new pickup truck. And yeah. I'm like, yeah. oh, how did you do that? And he's like, man. He goes, the wealth of knowledge. And he goes, you, he said, you should start a podcast. Or you're, and I'm like, no, I'm not in it to do that. I'm in it just to help. I'm in it to just, if I, if I've learned something, I'm going to train, I'm going to pass it on because yep. that's what this industry is about. It's about giving back. It's about being helpful. It's about, you know, just reaching out and communicating to people. It's about, you know, you know, me reaching out to Steve and saying, oh my God, this, mm -hmm. this channel is the best channel I've ever used. It's, you know, reaching out to the, my mark and saying, hey, you know, this is the ge most genius idea. You saved my business. And you had, um, you, you had Heather Ryder from Ryder mm -hmm. Window Cleaning. Mm -hmm. Heather Ryder and me live probably like 15 miles away from each other. Mm -hmm. And she's the homie. Like she, she just, I, I had, she had to help me on this big old HOA project. And, um, I didn't know as being bullheaded as I was, uh, we were water fetting this HOA and mm -hmm. uh, one of the windows we missed. Mm. And I was like, oh, that's my bad. I'm not getting on a ladder and I'm not pulling the equipment out. And I was like, but I don't have a 30 foot pole. And she goes, yeah, you do. She goes, you have a 40 foot water fed pole. Yeah. <laughs> and I go, what do you mean? She walks over to my trad pole, uh -huh. takes, my, takes my Ederay uh, trad pole and the metal adapter out, and she puts uh -huh. it on my 30-foot pole. Yep, yep. I sat there for probably about four minutes going. <laughs> really? Yeah, it was yeah. that simple. Uh-huh. Ever since then? I've got a 40, I've got a 40 foot trad pole yep. and, it, yep. and it's, it's so silly, but learning something I should have known five years ago. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. It literally but, took her seven, seven seconds. And then she did. Oh, I love her. I appreciate her so greatly. But that's, that's what ITF is set up to be, right? It's set up to be a community of individuals just like yourself who have received information. Cause that's where I, you know, it's like, I, I give advice, but a lot of that, uh, you know, probably 90% of that advice is stuff that was told to me and shared to me and had value to me. So all we're doing is just passing it on. And ITF is meant to be the hub or the structure in which we can connect one person, one, one business owner to another who may be in a similar situation, or at least maybe they're past the, the spot where we are at now and we can turn to them for advice and get guidance and then take, go to that next level, you know? So yeah, I, I'm, it, I'm, that's why you're such a value part of ITF because you have that attitude and, and desire to share. Well, sure. one of, one of the things that I've, I've done that's probably a little bit more out of the ordinary is uh, I, I'm on a, I don't know. I don't know if you want to call it a group, but it's called, it, it's called the, it's called the phone line. Mm. And it, it sounds so silly, but it, there's, pool cleaners there's a window glazer and then there's a few other guys who call in every once in a while and i'm on the phone with them a couple hours a day on when i'm out on the outside mm -hmm. and i will tell you if you find a good group of individuals like itf and this this phone line that i'm on mm -hmm. you you don't realize the amount of knowledge one could get from others advice and it's taking their advice and 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 saying you know, hey man, I, I overheard you. I overheard you were talking to the customer. Maybe slow down talking, because mm -hmm. mm -hmm. your mind's going a hundred miles a minute. Right. And you know, and these guys are overhearing this conversation with the customer, and I'm hearing their conversation with the customer. And it's like, hey, slow down when you're talking to the customer. You don't need to explain everything right. to them. 
Exactly. Exactly. You don't need to tell them that you're going to go from the skylight to the garage to this. Hey, do, <laughs> do what you got to do. They hired a window cleaner. And I'm like, that's oh, right. You're I mean, right. I think about when, we, when we go and we're talking to the mechanic, if we're not mechanically inclined, we just want to know, is it going to be fixed? You don't have to tell me every single yeah. part that you're pulling out. You don't have to explain to me the exact detail of what you're doing. You just want to know it's going to get fixed at the end and how much it's going to cost you. And that's, that's all we got to do as well. And, I, and I'll tell you now, just be, by simple conversation of just asking questions, yeah. you don't realize the wealth of knowledge you will get from somebody. You can ask somebody, you know, hey, I watched you fan this window. You made it look so, mm -hmm. so easy. How did you do it? Yeah. And I'll, I'll stand there. I'll FaceTime. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I've done that too. <laughs> yeah. And I will show you, you know, I will show you the specifics. And they're like, hey, I didn't see you detail. I didn't see you detail the corner of those windows. And I'm like, okay, take a picture of your squeegee. Show me what it looks like. And, you know, and, and that was the biggest thing. It was, yeah, is it, being able to explain things to people and not, and realize that I was that person mm -hmm. five years ago. I was, I was the same person going, you know, what they make it look so easy. So instead of me just trying to do it by myself, I'm going to ask, I'm going to say, Hey Gabe, how did you, how'd you do that one window? Right. You, know, you made it real. You seem effort, effort, effortlessly or whatever. Um, and, and they would, he would, you, you know, you would call me and we would sit there and we'd explain it. And then you'd be like, hey, you do it to this window. And I'd be like, oh, okay. And, you know, the next thing I know, I'm now incorporating that into my routine. So I live by that religiously. Right. And it's like, oh, okay, that's so much easier than what I was doing here. That when somebody calls me, texts me, DMs me, and they say, hey, I watched you fan this window. And the detail wasn't, you didn't have to detail much. And I'm like, okay, mm -hmm. well, you know, show me what your squeegee rubber looks like. Show me what your squeegee looks like. When was the last time you replaced your squeegee rubber? They show me their squeegee rubber and it's rounded. And I'm like, dude, it's supposed to be there you go. A, a square. <laughs> and it's like, try that. And, you know, it's it, so, you know, one of the biggest ones was, you know, you mop the window and you squeegee the window, but you use the mop and you collect the water that's dropped from the window. Yeah. And they're like, what? I didn't know you could do that. Well, I'm like, well, hey, the, hey, Chris, I could talk to you all day, man, but we are. Over oh, yeah. Time. Uh, thank you so much. I appreciate you taking the time. And like Absolutely. I said, you're, you're, uh, you are one valued member of ITF. We really appreciate it. I know you've helped a bunch of people and, and we really appreciate all your contributions, especially during the fundraising awesome. and stuff like that. So oh, thank yeah. you so much, man. And um, any, anything, anything coming up uh, that you want to share with the, the Flomies? Not, nothing other than everybody be safe, stay hydrated. And remember, if I can do it, you can do it. Awesome. That's all well, I got. So Thank you, Chris. Thank you, Fomies, for listening. Hope you guys have a great week. And as always, low on.